With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Rabbi Kama, Daf Lamed Vav, page 36. We begin on the second line, the last word. If you have two animals running after a third animal, and they cause damage to the third animal, so if the two animals belong to one person, so both of them have an obligation, meaning both of the animals. So Rav from Parzika says to Rav Ashi, we can deduce from here, if you have two animals, we're talking about, explains Rav Ami Parzika, we have two animals that are tame, Sheziku, that they cause damage, from the fact that it says that both of them have an obligation, so we can deduce from that, that, that means that if you want, the person who got damaged, if he wants, he can take from this animal, or from that animal, he, can have, he has his pick, which animal he wants to collect from. So Gemara says, it's no proof. Because we could say, that what are we talking about over here? We have two animals that are muad, that they're wild animals. So the Gemara says, wait, if we're talking about two animals that are wild, what does it say in the end of the Mishnah? If one animal was big, one animal was small, the person who got damaged says that the one that caused the damage was the big animal because he wants to get the greater amount of money. The person who got the, the person who caused the damage, I'm sorry, says no, it was the small animal, because he wants to pay as little as possible. That's the one who was he's who caused the damage. So the one who's claiming, he has to bring the proof. So it's upon the person who got damaged to bring the proof that indeed it was the large animal. So now if we're talking about animals that are indeed wild, what's the difference at all? In the end, all, whether the animal that caused it, that attacked is big, or whether the animal that caused the attack is small, so you're going to have to pay the full value of the attack, of the damage, and you're not even going to pay from the animal itself. So he responded, The end of the mission indeed is talking about animals that are tame, and therefore it makes a difference which animal caused the damage. However, the first part of the mission is talking about where they're wild. So if it's talking about a case where they're wild animals, why does it say they are liable? It should say that the person himself, the owner of the animals, is, is, has an obligation to pay. It makes it sound like there's an obligation upon the animals itself that's implying that you're going to collect from the animal themselves, the animals themselves, and therefore it sounds like we're talking about a tam, an animal that's tame. Visu, additionally, my Why does it mean when it says both of them? There's only you can only talk about both of them if we're talking talking about collecting from the animals themselves. So again, we say, really, we're talking about that the animals are tame. Who says that the two people, both the person who caused the damage and the person who got damaged, they are considered partners now in the animal that caused the damage. And it's only because what we mean when we say that both of them have an obligation, what we mean is that it's only when both of them are there that the person who caused the damage will have to pay because he can't push him away. There's no excuse. But if both the animals are not there, if only one of them is left, so he can say to him, Bring a proof that this animal that's left is the one that caused you damage, and then I'll pay you. But as, as long as you have both of the animals there, so he can't push him away with that type of statement, and therefore he will indeed have to pay. We will return to you with Hashem's help. Chapter We begin the next Mishnah. If you have an ox that gored 
four or five animals. Zachar, is that one after the other? Yisham la'achaj mehem. So the first one that gets paid is the last one that got damaged. If any money is left, so then you have to pay the person who was before, who got damaged before. If there's any money still left after that, so it returns to the one who was before that. The bottom line is that the last person who got damaged is the one who benefits the greatest, because he's the one who gets the most amount of money. These are the words of Rabbi Meir. If there's an ox which is valued at 200, that, gore, that gores through an ox which is worth 200, and the carcass does not, does not have any value, so each one of them, both the person who caused the damage and the person who got damaged, they each take $100 worth of the animal that caused the damage. So one then it gore through another ox which was worth 200 zoos. So when it comes to the to this case, so the last person that got damaged, he takes 100. The people before him, they split up the animal that's left because they were already partners, so they were both responsible in the damages that were going to be caused by this animal. So they have to now split it up, whatever's left over, after they pay the person that they currently owe the money to. Let's say it went and it caused damage from another ox, again, one that's worth 200. So then the last person is again going to get 100. The previous person who got damaged gets 50. And everyone before that splits it up in half again. And each get one golden dinar, which is worth 25 zoos. The Gemara begins, Masisim money, who is our mission? The Lake Rabishmal, the Lake Rabikiva. Doesn't seem to be like Rabishmal and not like Rabikiva. Because if it's like Rabishmal, the Amar Bali Chavis Ninhu, who says that the, the person who is owed money is now considered someone who's a Bal Chav, regular person who's owed money. They don't become partners in the actual animal that caused the damage. It shouldn't say that the last person is the one who benefits. The first person is the one who should benefit. Why? Because he's the first person that's owed money. The first person who's owed money has the first rights to the money that's owed. So why is the last person the one who's benefiting? So it can't be like a Bishmal. If it's like a Bikiva, Damar Tura, Dishutfihu, who says that there are considered partners in the animal, Hayesh by Moiser. This said it says that if there's extra, we turn to Lamavav and base thirty six B. This is what we said that if there's extra Yachsir Lishalafanov, the money goes to the one before the Kulami Boile. If they're all considered partners as it progresses, so then they should all end up with the money. Why does it say that part of the money goes to the one before it? And if there's a leftover, then it goes to the one before it. No, it should no matter what, it should always be a portion that goes to the ones before. Amar Ravas, so Ravas says, Lo Really, I'll tell you, we're talking about the Shita Rabbi Shmal, the Amar Bali Chavis, and who says that in fact they are considered like money is owed to them. According to the question that you asked, that the last one is benefiting, it should be the first ones that benefit. That's not a problem. Why? What are we speaking about over here? Each time the animal caused damage, let's say Ruvain's ox caused damage to Shimon's ox. So as soon as that happened, so Shimon grabbed the animal that had caused the damage because he wanted to collect from that animal. And so he became a uh, a watchman who's getting paid, Lenazakin, for this object that causes damage. So therefore, and that happened progressively, every time it caused damage, so what happened is, the responsibility shifted. It was originally a responsibility of Ruvain, who, whose animal caused the damage, but then it shifted to Shimon, because Shimon grabbed the animal, so now it's his responsibility to watch the animal. And then when it damages Levi's animal, and Levi takes the animal at gourd, so the, the responsibility shifts to Levi as well. So that's why the last person is the one who gets the money, and the one before that will get whatever money is left over. And that's 
why it goes backwards instead of going forwards. So Ihachi the Gemara says, if so, Yesh by Moiser the money that it says, if there's anything extra, it goes back to the person before. Yachsel I should say the money goes back to the original owners because that's where the money should go. Ravina says, this is what we're talking about over here. This is what it says. If there's anything left over and the damage is meaning, if let's say the animal that originally got damaged, so the damage that was owed was $100, and then the next animal that got damaged, the damage that was owed was $90. So that means there's $10 left over of the damages. That money goes back to the person who previously got damaged. and But any money that's left over in the original animal that gored, so that money, in fact, will go back to the original owners. And similarly, when Ravin came, he said the name of Yechanan, that our Mishnah, the whole reason that there's an obligation to pay, the whole reason that the Mishnah works in this backwards order is because there's a pshia, there was a negligence on the part of the people who are now watching it because they each grabbed it. Kimta, how do we establish the case? If that's so, so we're going to have a problem with the end of the mission because it says there, Rabbi Shimon, I mean, Rabbi Shimon says, if you have an ox worth 200, that gourd an ox worth 200, the carcass doesn't have any value, so they split it up. If this animal went and gored another animal which was worth 200, so the last person gets $100, the people before, each one of them gets 50. So again, if it went and gored again, the last person gets 100. The person before gets 50. Each one of the first people gets one dinar zav, which is worth 25 zuz. So this sounds exactly like a bikiva, because each time, progressively, everyone's becoming partners in the animal that gored. The Martur de Shutfinenu, who says that we're, they're all partners in it. It's the first part of Bishmal, the second part of Bikiva, Amri in. We said, in fact, yes, indeed, the Amr le Shmuel of Yehuda, because Shmuel says to Yehuda, Shinana, sharp one, Shveg Masisin, the Tabasroi, leave the simple understanding of the Mishnah and follow me. The first part of the Mishnah is Rabishmal, the second part of the Mishnah is Rabishmal. We learned in the Mishnah. The person either, there are two explanations in Rashi, either a person went and bopped somebody next to his ear, or a person made a very loud noise next to his friend. So the embarrassment that's caused by that, you have to pay him a sela, which is four zuz, or maybe we're going to see, it might even be half a zuz, we're going to see. It's about 100 zuz. There was a certain guy, the Tukal Chavre, who did this to his friend. He either bopped him next to his ear or he made a loud noise next to his ear. So, Rav Tuvi Barmasna asked the following question. He sent it in front of Rav Yosef. When we said in the Mishnah, or the Brisa, this Lashon of Sela, is it a Sela Tzuri, which is four Zuz, or is it a Sela Medina, which is half a Zuz? Different currencies. Omar Lay, so he responded and said, Tanisuha, it's a Mishnah, Ushlam Rishonim, Dinar Zahav. The first two, so all you have to pay is one Dinar Zahav, which is 25 Zuz. And if we would be talking about a Sela Medina, so if the Mishnah would use that, when it talks about a cellar, Nifla Vinis had a trace of a cellar. We could have gone further, another step after 25, could have said another case, and, and ended it with 12 and a cellar, because a cellar is a half. Amar lay. So he responded and said, that's not a good proof. Tanaki Ruchla Lisni Velezel is the Mishnah. The one who wrote the Mishnah is like a peddler peddling his words, he has to say off all the different cases. So it's not a good proof from there. My Haviola, what's the discussion about this? Pashtu Mehada Amar of Yehuda Amar Rav. They were able to answer this question from that which Rav Yehuda said in the name of Rav. Kesav Amar Batayra Kesatsuri. Anytime we have in the Torah the concept 
concept of kasef, it's always kasef tzuri, which is this uh, this higher value. Shaldivrein, whenever the sages speak, kasef medina, it's the eighth of that. Amar le'ahu gavra, so the guy who had gotten damaged in the first place here says, Since it's only half a zuz, I'm not interested in the money. Go give it to poor people. Amar and then he changed his mind, he said, Actually give it to me. I'll use the money to to cure myself. Amar le'ahu gavra, so Rav Yosef says, That it's too late, you can't take back your words. The poor people have already merited that money. Even though there's no poor people here, Anon yadaniyem, we are considered like the hand of the poor people. We are in charge of making sure that the poor people get the money that belongs to them. And therefore, we have been Zoha, we have merited the money for them. The Amr of Yehuda, Mashmuel, because of Yehuda said the name of Shmuel, Yusamim, Enan Tzrichin Prusbul. In regards to a Yasom, a person who is an orphan, so he doesn't need a Prusbul in order to be able to collect his money, the money that's owed to him, after. Shemitah. Shemitah will not cancel it because the reason is, explains Rashi, because the courts act on behalf of the Yasom, of the person who is an orphan. Similarly, did Rabbi Yachama have an abraisa? They don't need a prusible. Because the Rabbi Gamliel and his court are considered like the father of the orphans and therefore they're going to take care of them. There was a certain man named Hanan who was very bad. So he knocked on the head of this guy next to his ear, or he made a loud noise. Also, they came in front of Ravuna, and he said to him, So Ravuna says, Go pay him half the zoos. All he had was a zoos that was worn out. He wanted to pay him from that. He wanted to pay him the half, and I guess get a change. The guy wouldn't take it. So what did he do? He banged him on the other side, or he banged him again. So now he owed him a full zoos, and he gave him that money.